Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got off an interview with Mandy Relier Voss, and uh, she dived into a lot of different things about her agency business and how did she select her clients and how to work with the people that you want to work with and the uh, some of the struggles along the way of being an entrepreneur. Uh, so if you haven't listened to that, make sure you do go back and listen to the full episode. But this is the high impact series. This is where we're trying to find the one takeaway that you can go and have a talk with your kids. When you have a money talk with your kids, you're going to talk about entrepreneurship or, or, or money or mindset. These are things that if you take the time to do them, you're going to build the relationship with your kids so that they can do two things. One, change their financial trajectory and their, out and their, and their mindset. And the other thing is, is you're going to build that relationship. So as opportunities and challenges come up later in life, they know that you're in your house, you're a money talker. And so that you have the ability to talk about big problems and solve them together because nobody's going to be in their corner more than you are as a parent. And so with that said, Mandy, are you ready? I am ready. <laughs> so here's the big question, right? What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? Dun, 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 dun. So this is my honest answer. Um, personal budgeting. So the reason that I say this is because my parents did not talk to me about money. Uh, I was well off as a child. My father was a business owner and my mother worked in the hospital. I had no idea what things cost, where they spent their money. I had a pretty decent allowance. Um, I wasn't taught about budgeting at all in school. It, uh, money was not a conversation at home. Uh, my father's business ended up going bankrupt. And my mother was supporting us on her own. Um, the best thing that I did as an adult, as an adult, like not 17, 18, like I didn't learn this until later, was sit down with a spreadsheet and line item for line item, write down all of the hard costs of living on your own as an adult. And then comparing that to what my income was at the time when I was working, not from myself. And like, I had my every two week paycheck and then determining what my disposable income was and how, and where that was going to ensure that I was saving. Like I didn't have a budget. I just got my paycheck and then I spent my paycheck and then I got my next paycheck and I spent my paycheck and I had no savings. And I, it, it budgeting was not a topic that was approached at home or at school. So what do you if think I can kept give you, from you one piece that? of advice. What do you Pardon? think kept you what do you think kept you from doing that? Because you to sit down with a spreadsheet at some point, there was a point that you said, okay, enough's enough. But like, what do you think kept you from doing that in the first place? I didn't know I had to. I didn't know that budgeting was a thing. Like I had no idea. I just thought you got paid and you went and spent your money. So what made you sit down to do that? Because no one's willingly sitting down with a spreadsheet. What got what was what what was the what was the driver to get you to to uh, put that pen to paper. Um, bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> so in Canada, for those of you listening that are in the States, um, we have something called the consumer proposal, which isn't a full bankruptcy. What it is, is buying off your debt for less than it's worth. So I had accumulated a small sum in most people's mindset, but for me, it was overwhelming because I couldn't make payments. So I had accumulated about 50, no, sorry. 37 something 
$1,000 in debt between credit cards and lines of credit and my car loan. And then I was, you know, running a business that wasn't making very much money. There was other like, and then personal issues. Um, I had saved though, a certain amount of money. So what I did is I went to the creditors and I said, okay, I will either give you $0 for your hundred or I'll give you $5. And they're like, oh my God, give me the $5. So I bought my debt for a much lesser amount. It's not a full bankruptcy because I didn't just get erased. I did have to buy it. That being said, I had set myself up at zero again. I, I willingly gave up my vehicle. So that was my car loan. And then all my other debt was erased, including taxes are included in, in a consumer proposal. And then I was able to refocus and build the business because I wasn't worried about that credit card or that car payment or um, that line of credit. I just was able to pay rent and eat and then focus on building the business. And it was until I, it was not until I sat down and did that personal budget of how much money I needed to make to sustain is when I understood where I needed to go with the business. Yeah, the clarity that comes with that uh, is immeasurable. I have a budget to this day and I change it as I see fit. Um, as rent has increased over the years, that number has got really, really high. I'm currently not a real estate owner. I'm actually toying with the idea of a tiny house because I don't want to be mortgage poor. Anyway, <laughs> um, I still look at my budget every month. And as um, a business owner, I have a business budget as well. And I have a meeting with my accountant every single month to go through every line item of business expense. Oh, Mandy, I saw that there was a $400 expense in this area that, you know, is irregular. What is that? Why did you do that? And like, is, was this required? And it's really kept me in line and my expenses have decreased because I'm not just like frivolously spending money. Oh yeah, you could buy that program or, oh yeah, I'll gift my client this thing. Or, oh yeah, I'm going to buy this for the whole team. Like, no, you have payroll to meet and you like, I'm on salary myself as well. I am, I don't free draw from the business. I'm on a salary and I get paid every two weeks, which allows me to actually do my personal budgeting properly. <laughs> my first accountant um, told me to do that and we did not do that and it did not go well. <laughs> I, I didn't draw salary for the first. So I'm in my eighth year. I started drawing salary at the end of 2020 because I hired a new accountant after the previous one screwed me. Yeah. And she's like, why aren't you paying yourself a salary? Like, you know, you can't get a loan. Like it's so hard to get a loan or even rent an apartment without like, a, you know, here's my biweekly paycheck. Even if I own the business, if I'm paying myself in a regular way, they can see like she's making enough money to pay herself this every two weeks. Here's her income where my income is much bigger than what I'm paying myself because anything that's not an expense in the business obviously falls onto me as a sole prop. Yep. But I still am budgeting with, you know, the salary I've decided to pay myself, which is very modest. You know, I, I just thought a about very like, modest budget. people will spend a lot of money for a business coach, but I feel like a good accountant is like a money coach, right? Oh my like God, that, yes. It's even more, it's even, yeah. <laughs> so if you look at it that way, like, well, some people are like, I don't want to spend a couple hundred bucks or whatever for a, a you know, a bookkeeper. But if you've got one that's questioning too, that's even, it's a, that's a winner, by the way. Um, yes. but that couple hundred bucks saves you like probably thousands, thousands, thousands and thousands. thousands. Yeah. Thousands. It's, and because you also know you have to answer for it. So it's kind of like a coach, you know, where you've got, you know, you've, you know, they're going to bring it up to you. And so it's like yep. you, that card comes out. It's like, no, put it back. And then you realize you didn't need it in the first place. Right. So <laughs> I love that though. That, like, uh, and the reason I kind of pressed you on, on what got you to do it is because that motivation, there's usually that moment because no one wants to sit down and look at them at, at their budget 
until it's usually a problem. And I was one of those people yes. too, until it's, it's like, it's just overwhelming and it's like, fine. But if you, if we can get, you know, if, if you had that habit at 16, it's a, it, the world is a different place at 25, oh my right? Like it's totally different. And, and if you had that habit at 16 or 17 or 18, and that's one of the things that drives me nuts about that. We don't talk about this stuff with kids is because once you get in the debt trap, it gets, it's, it's, it's very, very difficult to get out. Yeah. And there's a, there's a mere moment or there's a moment where you're 70 years old and go, well, I don't have anything, man. You know, like what, what do I, what happened? <laughs> you know? So I have this, uh, so after doing this consumer proposal, um, I have a strategy. I actually don't have any debt at all. So I don't have a mortgage. I have a, I have a car loan, um, but it's minimal and I could pay it off in cash if I needed to. I just like to have the payments to build credit. Uh, but I have two credit cards and they are paid off in full immediately after purchase is made. I just collect points on them. And again, credit building because of what happened with the consumer pro proposal. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm I, like, I'm debt-free. Like I don't, um, <laughs> I don't owe anyone anything. Yeah, what you I'm know spending what? is within my budget. You know, what's funny um, is that and I could buy a debit card. <laughs> in today's world, that makes you weird right yeah isn't that weird but do, can you imagine looking at it from that way like it's it's like you don't have any credit card debt and like no no and and, and it, it's funny like you know as a you know as a single you know mid-aged woman um and you're like oh yeah like i'm debt free and men are like what like <laughs> like like how like you're your business owner you're debt free so like i obviously didn't have a startup cost for the business but it would have been you know assumed by the you bankruptcy did, though, anyway but you did though you had five yeah. years of hustle <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Um, but like saying that you're debt free is just like, like what? Like you, like, you don't, you like nothing, like no credit card. I'm like, well, if I buy something on my credit card, which I do, I just make sure that I have the money to pay it immediately. Like, Why would I waste money on interest? <laughs> like, yeah. You know what needs yeah. to get cool? Cause you're such a, you've got so much control in the social media world. Can we please get that to be cool? Like the debt free, cool. Like that needs to be debt free. Cool. needs to be cool. Can I'm we, just... Kate, we'll, we'll make a hashtag debt-free living. Yeah, debt-free cool. And I'll just cool. like put it yeah. on all my social content. <laughs> That's it. Just drop debt-free cool. That's a, a debt-free cool. I'm, yeah, debt-free cool. cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to write that down. Like, yo, check out my jet. And like, yo, check out my zero balance, bro. Right? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, like, like I, I sleep I, at I, night. How do you sleep with your jet payment there, chief? So I'm, you know, I'm turning 33 this year. I have like a, a older Jeep. Um, I don't own real estate. I have two credit cards. Um, I'm a renter. I'm a lifelong renter. Uh, but, you know, I save more money than the property value increase on a mortgage and I'm not in debt. And then this toying with the, uh, the tiny house idea is I can buy it for cash and then I'm not paying rent. And I have somewhere to live and I have way more budget for fun. Um, and I'm also not like a things lover. Like I don't get joy from buying stuff. Do you know the I get joy I know from experiences. The, the people that I know that have gone through the journey that you have, which I have as well, is that you really detach from all the things that you think you want and buy. Yeah. Because uh, it's like, dude, I don't even need that. Like. What yeah. I used to do um, was when I wanted to buy something when I was working for someone else and I had like an hourly wage, I would say, okay, is this worth 
<laughs> hundred hours of my life to have this thing. And oh, 90% of the time it was not. Yeah. Now I'm not, you know, billing. I, I don't charge hourly now. And my hourly weight is way higher than it used to be, but I still do have that mindset. You yep. know, if I want to buy something that has a large price tag, I think, okay, like realistically, how much time am I putting in to get enough money to get this thing? And if I would rather take those 10 hours and go on a kayaking trip or climb a mountain or go on a vacation, is that or is that thing worth it to me? And like, I haven't bought a new TV and like, I've never bought a TV. It's always ex-boyfriends that like upgrade my TV because it's shitty. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't need a new TV. Why would I buy one? Like I make all my own food from scratch, save money there. Like I own a great business, but I do the same thing, I, like, but I don't do that. Money. Yeah. Like I don't, but I, but it's like people were like, like, I still have a hard time buying, buying, you know, $5 coffees. And it's like, it's not because at this point, like I can't afford it. It's because I don't want to, yeah, like, I don't, exactly. it's just, it's asinine to me, you know? So, <laughs> well, that's awesome. Listen, I, I, I think that's fantastic advice. And, and the, I'm, you know, I'm sorry if I pressed you on why you got there because it was like, but the thing is, is that, if you were able to talk to 15 or 16 year old you and they were able to understand what a budget is and why it's for, it's not a budget is not to take things away from you. It's to give you more things in life. Yes. Right. And 100%. that's a mindset that like it, it, before you go through that, it's like, ah, like I, if I do, a, if I sit down with a pen and paper and I have to look at all my bills and do stuff, I'm not going to get to do the things I want to do anymore. I'm not going to be able to buy the things I want to be like, it's like looking in a mirror. Right. But it really, what that is, is like a budget is freedom to me. But then it's like, okay, yeah. this money right here, it's guilt-free because I've set that aside to go have some fun with it. Yeah. So I'm not going to feel guilty spending this money and I'm going to go enjoy it and, and I'm going to make sure that I appreciate it because I, I, I put that aside for my fun spot, right? Or my thing, yeah. my, my, the, the thing that I wanted. Like, that's what I, I wanted that. I budgeted for it. I worked for it. I own it. I'm happy with it now. So as walking yeah. through the store and being like, oh yeah, well, it's only $20 a month for the next 30 years. Great. Give me that thing. You know? Yeah, like you realize what you're doing yeah. to yourself right there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, there's circumstances where I'm presented with like a financing option and I'm like, I will pay you cash 100% right now. Yeah, look at the total. Oh, yeah, the, the, like this is like a, you know, $6,500, like whatever, like orthodontic care or something. Yeah. I'm, and they're like, oh, yeah, like 200 bucks for a month for like three years. I'm like, or can I just give you the money like upfront? And they're like, what? I'm like, I don't want to pay this over, like, here, yeah. here it is. I saved for it. Yeah, here's the, the money. I don't want an yeah. interest rate over ten years. I just want to pay You start looking at the total like, amount, and you're like, "Well, you you're surprised I don't I, that I'm willing to pay sixty five hundred bucks. I'm surprised you're willing to pay twenty thousand dollars for this, right? But that's <laughs> me to pay for years. You know, that's the yeah, that's the that's the interest difference. <laughs> yeah, so. like no, let's still be paid for it. <laughs> yeah, We're like, but yeah. why wouldn't you just pay the twenty thousand? Like, because I like the other thirteen thousand dollars I get to keep. Like, <laughs> you know, so. And people don't understand that that's what financing is. It's making you pay more money over a longer period of time. And if you budget and save, you can buy stuff. Up you can do front way more stuff. Yeah. Debt. And you can do way more stuff. You can buy way more stuff. Like if you're, if that's, if you want to buy stuff. Yeah. If it was, yeah but, or do things or go places or buy investments so that now your investments yeah. are actually starting to pay for your stuff. Right. Like that $6,000 that you wanted to budget for to pay cash for it saved you $12,000. Right. There you go. On interest. And so that twelve thousand dollars, if you made the same amount of money during that time, it's yours to do what you want with. 
Exactly. You know? So that's why I see budgets <laughs> as freedom. So, well, listen, awesome. So I, <laughs> I appreciate that very much. I, it's a, it's a very important subject that we kind of breeze through most of the time in conversation. And when people talk about finances, it's like, ah, but yep. I need to budget, but it's like, it's not really that it's because you want the guilt free, the action, the extras and all the good things come with it. But, um, Amanda, who should, who should come find you and, uh, and where do they find you at? So if you are a business owner that is struggling with social media and understanding how to build a community around your personal or business brand, come find me. As a social media agency owner, I am literally everywhere on social media. Uh, my website is likeavossm.com and then like a Voss social media. And you can type that into Facebook, Instagram, and you'll find me. If you're vibing with me on a personal level, definitely come to my personal Instagram page. That's kind of where I spend my time. Um, I share all my pretty outdoor pictures and, and I'm an advocate for mental health. Mandy Relier Voss. So at Mandy Relier Voss on Instagram. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on Money Talkers. This is your opportunity. Those listening, take your headphones off, take your earbuds out change the mentality around what a budget does and reframe that mentality to that a budget provides freedom. It doesn't restrict you from the things you want to do and have those conversations with your kids, even write a little budget for what they have. If they have a, if they have a, uh, an allowance or a paycheck coming in, like sit down with them and show them where the money has gone to. And I love the idea of what she said about like now translate that into the amount of hours you'd have to work. So the next time that they want a pair of shoes for a hundred dollars, and they make $10 an hour, go ask them if they're willing to go outside and work for 10 hours to be able to buy those $10, that $100 pair of shoes. And also let them sleep on it for a night. And a lot of times those, those impulse buys will go away and you will literally change their financial future. So thank you so much for coming on Money Talkers with me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kids financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker